What's going on guys? It's been almost a whole week since I posted anything. That's not good at all, is it? Now, it was Mardi Gras week, which means that I don't remember anything since the last episode that I posted, but I'm assuming that I've been very busy in that time, and that's why I haven't been up on top of everything. But we are back in the swing of things, so let's go ahead and get started. How do we stay positive when everybody around us is what I like to call aggressively negative? Now, it's easy to listen to amazing podcasts like mine and to feel super inspired, but how long can you maintain that feeling once you get to work and everybody around you is whining and yelling and trying to drag you down with them? I mean, you could put in some earbuds and listen to the soothing sound of my voice, of course, but at some point you're going to have to deal with those toxic people who want to drain you of your energy. Something you have to deal with everywhere you go is negative people. They're always around and there's just no getting away from it. So story time, when I was younger and still in the military, I actually got passed over for a promotion, not once, but twice. And both times my leadership looked me dead in the face and said, you complain way too much. You're too negative. Leaders need to lead, not drag people down. That's not the exact wording he used. There were a couple four letter words that were thrown in there here and there, and there was a lot more aggression in it. But you get the point. Let me tell you, when he said that, I got so mad. And I was about, I was like 19 at the time. And I don't think anybody had ever been that honest with me before about a character flaw. And it hurt because on some level I knew that it was true. And I felt so much emotional resistance to this idea because you want to believe that you're a good person. So when somebody points out um, that, you know, a, something that you do that makes you not that good of a person, you try to justify it. And I did exactly that. I tried to shift the blame off of me and onto whatever else I could. I told myself, well, yeah, I complain a little bit, but not nearly as much as other people. He's just being unfair because he doesn't like me. I'm not his favorite. I have good reason to complain. I mean, just look at what I'm dealing with. And you know what? All of those excuses were valid. They were all true. And I was up against all of that. Absolutely. But holding on to those excuses was holding me back. At some point, I realized that I could keep the excuses or I could actually make progress. And I was fortunate enough to come across a really good mentor, not not too long after that, and he helped set me straight. But it was a very long process to disengage from that mindset. So I've been that really negative person before. I've been that guy that always had something bitter to say about everything that happened. Breaking the habit of negativity was extremely difficult. And guess what? I still struggle with it today. Everybody does. Sometimes I lose that struggle, if I'm being honest. But when you make that shift in your mindset, you're not magically making your problems vanish. What you're doing is you're making, the, you're making different decisions. You're deciding to make different decisions. When you make different decisions, you get different results. But you're still faced with those same scenarios every single day. They don't go away. What changes is you. What changes is how you respond to it. And over time, that internal change adds up to, and it starts to manifest external change in your life. But no matter what level you get to, there's always the opportunity to fall back. That struggle doesn't just disappear. You just get better at struggling. You could create the life of your dreams, but if you stop making those good decisions, you're going to slip into uh, those old ways of thinking. Everybody has the potential to be in a tropical paradise and still have a miserable time of it. We'll complain about the sunburn. Um, we'll complain about how the sand is chafing our thighs and how the wind knocks over our margaritas. And I mean, happiness is not a destination that you arrive at. It's a mindset that you cultivate. And it's something that you have to work on every single day. At some point, I decided that I did not want to be that negative person anymore. 
So I decided to change. And I like to talk about the strategies that I used to change on the show. But when you really get down to it, it's just about making different decisions. There's things that you can do to make it easier, but you still have to make those different choices. Deciding that I can be upset and bitter, but I'm just, I'm not going to say anything about it. When you catch yourself complaining, you just stop and say, oh, 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 there I go again. That's okay, but I'm going to stop now. It doesn't mean you beat yourself up. You use the positive reinforcement. You say, oh, I'm glad I caught myself. Now I can stop. I'm doing better. Instead of, oh, crap, crap, I messed up again. There I go. I just can't do it right. You know, you use positive reinforcement to help yourself make those better choices, but you still have to make yourself stop thinking those things. And that whole experience was such a giant step forward for me in terms of just growing up. But it had an interesting side effect too. Once I got out of that mindset, I became super aware of just how much other people complained. When I gained that perspective, it became really obvious to me why everybody had made such a big deal out of it. It's honestly really annoying. And what's worse than that is contagious. You get somebody in a group who starts to go off on how aggravating work or life is, and you can just watch the mood of everybody else start to drop. Then after that person complains, somebody else chimes in, then another, then another. And it's easy to get sucked into that downward spiral, especially if up to now that's been a habit for you. It took me a long time to understand the meaning of the phrase misery loves company. When somebody is miserable, there's an urge to drag everyone else down with them. They want sympathy and for everybody else to agree with them, to, to, to justify the story that they're telling themselves. And you've got to be really serious about protecting yourself from this, both in your internal life and also with the people that you allow around you. A lot of times the people that you're closest with are going to have the worst impact on you. It's toxic when you allow people who complain a lot into your life because they they sap all of your energy and they take all of your positivity and productivity. You're poisoning yourself by allowing that kind of mindset to get close to you. And I think that one of the hardest parts of growing up in life is learning to leave behind the people who don't want to grow with you. And it's a lesson that I've had to learn the hard way. I've been the kind of person who felt bad for other people when when bad things happened to them. And I've, I've always been sympathetic and wanted to lift up the ones around me who had fallen and couldn't get back up. The problem is that nine times out of 10, those people wanted to stay down. They identified so strongly with the role of the victim. If their life wasn't a tragedy, they just wouldn't know what to do with themselves. And so when something good comes their way, they find fault with it. They focus on that fault and they blow it out of proportion until it's either ruined or, you know, it leaves. So learning to distance yourself from negative people is very important. Usually you're not going to be able to physically get away from them, at least not all the time. So instead you have to learn how to set boundaries. At the end of the day, you've just got to understand that you cannot bear the weight of everybody's problems. You have to establish the fact that you're not going to entertain anybody, even close friends when they start unloading on you. Now, the other side of the coin is that you can't go do the same thing to them and then say, oh, no, 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 I don't want that negativity when they do the same thing to you. You've got to stop complaining, but you've also got to stop letting them complain to you. That doesn't mean that you can't be there for them when something actually happens. It means that when your coworkers or your friends, your partner, whoever comes to you and complains for the sake of complaining, you shut it down. If your best friend has a death in the family and they come to you crying, that's not the time to say, get out of here. I don't need that kind of negativity. But If you realize that you're in a relationship with somebody who just whines and complains about everything, you have got to put a stop to that. And if you realize that you are that person, you really need to get to work on changing that about yourself. If you don't say no to this behavior, it's something that will eat you alive. It's poisonous. 
Hanging out with people who insist on constantly venting to you and expecting that it won't bring you down is like eating Tide Pods and expecting not to leave the party in an ambulance. I don't understand those people either. Now, at first, people are not going to understand. How you handle it will depend on the situation. You may need to sit them down. You may need to explain to them you know, that you love them, uh, but the negative conversations just have to be toned down. These are boundaries that you're setting. Maybe that's not an appropriate way to handle it. It, it isn't always. So you just have to make them get used to you not engaging and listening when they do that and, until they start to catch on. And they may be offended that you feel this way, but you have to protect your mental health. And obviously they're not protecting it. So you have to set boundaries. And if people don't have respect for those boundaries, you shouldn't feel bad if you offend them anyway. If I cared about somebody and they told me it upsets them when I get worked up about something, that wouldn't offend me. I care about them, so I'd find a better way to communicate. If I take it personally and say, oh, you don't want to listen to me, that's, that's me being disrespectful. That's me being disrespectful of them. And it works the other way around. If it's important, it's something that I'm still going to talk about, but I'll understand that, hey, they're setting boundaries. I need to approach this differently. But if you respectfully set those boundaries and they still get and they get mad about it, that's not a healthy relationship for you to be in. That's something that you need to protect yourself from. So the moral of the story today is not to be afraid to set boundaries with negative people. It's hard enough to keep from getting sucked into your own downward spiral, let alone somebody else's. So if you realize that you're the person who complains the most, breaking that habit is probably going to be the single best thing that you can do to make a real lasting change in your life. It definitely was for me. I highly encourage it. Thank you for listening, guys. Good luck.